Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So, if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology, and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you, as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation, and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello and welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson, and I'm joined once again by my erstwhile colleague, David Roberts. Hi, Dave. Hey, hello, Will. Hello, everybody. About time I had some words to describe my stature, Will, with you. About time. Erstwhile sums you up very, very effectively. (laughs) Yeah, I think it does. Are you feeling festive? I'm feeling festive and I'm feeling like I want some extra grub. (laughs) That's what I feel like. Well, okay. I'm thinking of that cream brandy. It's my yeah. favourite. It's the only time you get it at this time of year. So, yes, I'm feeling festive for food. Okay. Oh, what about you? Not really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've got to be honest. Get into be it, honest. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I don't think I feel properly festive until I actually stop to start. Yeah, you right. know, there's the kind of yeah. the celebrations okay, well, and stuff. Stop looking for sympathy. You yeah. want everyone to yeah. think you're over busy, do you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. We've exactly. all got things to do. Okay, well, it's not just you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's just me. Obviously, JDR HQ at the moment is very festively decorated, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, I have to duck the baubles as that's, I come into the office. That's right, that's right. So that, that's, that is helping. That is like helping, that. yeah. Anyway, content marketing, Dave. Content marketing, Well, I wonder if our listeners understand what we mean when we say content <clears throat> marketing. Yeah, so a couple of months ago, we posted a blog saying, um, does content marketing work? Because a lot of people uh, in small businesses will try using a blog or a news page or video or whatever and not necessarily see results straight away from it. Mm. I think the place to start is kind of clarifying what we mean by content marketing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you do that? All right. Okay. That's um, on me, is it? Yeah, Uh, absolutely. (laughs) All right. So so, uh, online content is articles. It is videos. It is images and pictures. These are pieces of information or media to share with your audience with your listeners with your customers with your prospects whoever it may be so what content marketing is about is building an audience of people who are interested in hearing what you've got to say so you know going back to the kind of the old media landscape of 20 years ago you had newspapers television channels you had still magazines well. still got them that's true, that's true. <laughs> still that's got true. them they're not dead yet yeah but your true. point's a good one because all these channels are slowly declining with effectiveness but if we look at the principle of how they came about all these businesses because they are businesses yep. came about to create an audience so that they can then go to advertisers and say, advertise with us mm-hmm. because you're going to get this amount of people look at your particular advert. Absolutely. So, you know, with a TV channel, the content is the TV shows. With a magazine, it's the it's the articles, it's the stories, it's the features, it's the pictures. And that content attracts readers and, and an audience. Yeah. And then um, these media channels will then sell advertising space yeah. in and around that yeah. content. Right. That's yeah. the traditional media channel. Absolutely. Right? One of the best examples of this that I know of today is men's health. They are mm. brilliant at creating the right content 
definitely. Mm. I remember when Mentel first came out, and then I could because I used to get it, as you can tell from my physique, <laughs> well, well, and you know the way I look. <laughs> You know, I really do take their advice. Well, clearly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Will. And about a few years ago, I remember they put a chap on the front cover with a six-pack and... It wasn't you. No, it wasn't right. me. I was busy that day. Okay. <laughs> and what happened was, ever since then, they have used a man with a six-pack mm-hmm. on the front of their magazine. Because right. it obviously works so well. Yeah. See, obviously increased circulation. Yeah, and then if you open up men's magazine, there's not a page that hasn't got some sort of recommendation for this product mm. or this service or this particular design, mm. designer watch or whatever it may be, because they know, and obviously it's targeted towards men, because mm. they know how effective that uh, that magazine is at the moment, this moment in time. The principles of creating your own content have been around for hundreds of years. Absolutely. Um, Joe Paluzzi, Content Marketing Institute founder, um, always uses the example of John the Attractors who published their own magazine about farming to give out to, to farmers to build up an audience for his tractor business going back even to the 1800s. But now with the with the internet, it's possible to, you know, you don't need a TV channel or a magazine. You can have a blog and a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. So it means that content marketing for small businesses has now maybe been made possible and we've seen a huge proliferation over the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. However, what we're witnessing is also confusion because some business owners don't know whether they should be doing it and when they do put their toe in the water or go at it with gut so, they're not getting the results and sometimes Mm. I feel they're doing it because their competitors have a particular strategy in place and not because they feel it's going to benefit their business and we said this with social media as well last week there's there's a lot of kind of me too I've seen these guys have got a blog we've got to do that as well yeah absolutely so a lot of business owners out there would consider a newsletter to be something similar to a blog Mm mm-hmm Newsletters aren't nowhere near as effective as they used to be, are they, Will? They, they have a place. Um, like I think that there is a big difference between creating news about yourself and your products and your company mm. and creating content that's going to be interesting to a potential audience because people, frankly, don't care about your products or your company or what you're doing. They care about their own lives and their own businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, So the, the articles in Men's Health aren't all about what the Men's Health staff did at their Christmas party or what charity things they're doing. It's articles designed for the reader of that particular magazine. So that's the difference really. When we talk about a blog, what we mean is not necessarily publishing your own company news, but creating content and articles that are going to be interesting to the to the type of people you want to do business with. Yeah, and you can still let us or the central customers or your customers know about your latest news. Yes. But your content strategy Doing a blog should be something that you purposely have an end in mind for. Yes. Rather than a newsletter just sending out, yeah, basically company news and using that as a communication tool. There's so many other ways that you can do that more effectively. And your blog is one of those ways you can do it. Now, the reason for this article is that we, we come across a lot of people when we talk about blogging and we talk about the, the value of blogging for a small business. A lot of people will say, well, yeah, we've, we've got a blog, we've got a news page, or we've got a blog, and we never get any new customers from it. Mm. So there's a number of reasons why when a lot of people, if you've got a blog or you've got a, a news page on your site and you're trying to put fresh content out there quite regularly what you may be doing is 
effectively wasting your time and not actually getting any business from it. And there are some specific reasons why that's happening. Yeah, it is, Will. But, you know, it's such a shame that some of our listeners and businesses out there don't take the time to really get these assets working for them properly. Because if they do, they can be a major asset. But I understand that in a business, though, it can be about making the time to do these things the right way. Yep. But what we see is people sitting on them far too long without and accepting you don't get a result rather than making a change to get the result. Absolutely. And one, yeah. of the, one of the horror shows that I always see with websites is when you go to the news or you go to the blog and you see it was last updated in 2013. Or, That's right. You know. That's right. That's right. So one of the things that people need to get right is the audience, isn't it, Will? Yeah, the actual strategy behind it all in the first place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Understanding actually who you're writing for who, or who you're creating content for and why they would want to come and what they're yeah. going to be interested in. Yeah, yeah. And it's about knowing who that specific audience is, i.e. target market, mm-hmm. for your business. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody is an ideal customer that no. you do business with. No. Again, a, a, an often a, a trap a lot of businesses fall into is, is just trying to accept all customers. Correct. And trying to do business with everybody and ended up busy fools... Yeah, so one of the biggest questions that I get asked, Will, is what's the length of an article? Yeah, how many words should you? Should it be short? Should it be long? Yeah, and there's a lot of confusion around that, isn't there? Yep, and um, that one does come up quite a lot. So the, the, uh, there's no real right or wrong, isn't there? I mean, no. there are some bloggers out there that write very, very short articles regularly, very successfully. But in the main, mm. as a general rule of thumb, we're seeing that longer articles will do better, both from a uh, an SEO perspective, you know, coming up in Google, uh, and also from a social media perspective, they're the ones that get shared more often. You know, generally, eight hundred thousand words upwards is probably yeah. the the kind of target to aim at. I'd say absolutely. And when you say SEO, will just mm-hmm. for clarity, we're talking about search engine optimization mm-hmm. and. How many times do we come across companies who are writing blogs, not getting anything out of it, and not realising that they've got to be written with SEO, search engine optimization in mind? Yeah. As with anything, the bottom line is that the, the, the content itself has to be interesting. But one of the great benefits of blogging is to attract visitors from the search engines. And if you're not researching the keywords that, or the, the, the questions that your audience are typing into Google and you don't know what they're searching for, and you, then you don't know if your articles are actually answering those questions or meeting those con- queries. And as a result, you won't get people to the content. Absolutely. But you hit on a really good point, Will. You know, blog articles, the most effective one, are answering people's concerns mm-hmm. and answering curiosity. Mm-hmm. They're, they're answering whatever that, individuals typing into google yep the blog should be answering that question Mm -hmm. and that's why search engine optimization is so important because google wants you to have relevant interesting content yep yeah that's right so the considering search engine optimization considering the keywords getting that right another thing that's important is actually planning content in advance yeah because where you see people that haven't written an article for four months or haven't posted anything for four months, or whatever it might be. Normally, it's because they're trying to do it on an ad hoc basis as they go along, and they run out of ideas. Whereas if you plan it up front, you plan, you know, when we when we work with our clients, try and do three months in advance. Yeah. You know, you need flexibility to do things that 
that come respond to changes in the marketplace at short notice as well. But yeah. you can plan, particularly keyword-based articles, um, several months in advance. Yeah, and but you know what, Will? What I'm hoping, though, is people get a sense that this can be exciting. Mm. It's not a chore. I mean, when you get somebody come to your business on the back of something you've created and you get comments and feedback and people say, oh, when people uh, meet you or you talk to someone on the phone, say, I love what you wrote. Mm. It gives you more authority, doesn't it? It yep. makes you more trustworthy yep. and it makes you more interested. It makes your business more interesting. Yeah, and it's a lasting asset. You know, you can write one article that will uh, attract visitors and leads to your website for the next three, four, five years. Yeah, absolutely. It's an exciting thing to do. But here's the thing. Anyone can do it, Will. Mm -hmm. Anyone can do it. You just need to get the principles in mind. Now, what I love about blogs, Will, is video. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think we've... You know, we'd absolutely agree that video is something we're underusing yeah, right now. Absolutely. But that's changing. That yeah, changing. absolutely. Well, absolutely. Um, Just to let our listeners know we're not perfect. Yeah. And, and also to encourage them to subscribe to our YouTube channel Chris. to see all the great video content that's going to be coming along. Mainly uh, will, by the way. Mainly will. <laughs> Well, I'm just, you know, I'm more, <laughs> yeah, I'm more yeah. visual than you. Yeah, are, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but not more interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. Well. <laughs> And also, you can respond to industry concerns, can't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, your customers are going to have fears about working with you. So, I don't know, let's pick double glazing, for example. There's certain concerns about picking the Not right double glazing Not that there's anything supplier. wrong with double glazing industry. Yeah, but there's, there, are, there are concerns that people have about double glazing yeah. and about double glazing companies. And yeah. there is a finite number of concerns or questions or queries or fears that people are going to have. Yeah. Through a blog, you could address those fears those concerns Absolutely. those questions and you know i've used the example of double glazing you could do that with any ind- accountants yeah solicitors you could do that with software you yeah. can do that with almost any industry you can think of yeah and of course what we want then once you've created this brilliant content a you got to publish it but b give people a reason to get in touch with you on the back of the Mm. content that you've created yeah so if, if we've said well firstly people are quite often are not as consistent as they should be yeah they're not producing enough content as they could be mm. and then then it's not being well optimized and not driving traffic then the final element to it is when people if you do get people to your content and to your blog articles there's nowhere for them to go afterwards yeah there's absolutely. no obvious call to action absolutely and we see that almost every time it's a great read but what do we do next yeah. We, we saw this with a client when we looked at a big a big content campaign they did about a year ago and uh, before they worked with us, might I say. That's but, right. Um, they did a big content campaign and they drew a huge amount of traffic, actually. It was really, really, really successful. But because there was no call to action, there was no actual tangible business benefit Absolutely. on the back of it. Yeah. So when, you, when you're writing a blog, uh, it's so important that at the end of that blog or somewhere on that page, there is a call to action for someone to then move on a stage and go somewhere else where they can convert with your site. So in a nutshell, Will, I think and I hope that we've encouraged our listeners to at least go back, if they're already doing any form of content, that they take into account some of the points that we've raised today well now's a really good time to do it for, for a lot of b2b companies especially the week or two before christmas gets quite quiet yeah, it's actually yeah. a good time to catch a breather and start yeah. thinking about next year and planning yeah. for next year exactly well and if anyone's not doing it you know there's no reason why they can't at least start dipping their toe in the water right now and if they're not sure what to do we've got a whole section of it on our digital prosperity blog 
We have indeed. Well, on that note, thanks for joining us. Dave, been a pleasure as always. That's right, that's right. And I feel that we've done a good job today, Will. And I <laughs> hope good. everybody out there comes back other people and listens to us <laughs> sometime soon. <laughs> All right, and enjoy your grub. Yeah, thank you, Will. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I will. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye.